0: I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org.
1: Cock eyed and tanked up. One more pint before we go. Slow and
2: unsteady.
3: I'm making coffee. Anybody want? Who wants coffee? Come and get it. Who wants, you want coffee? Who wants coffee? Does anybody want coffee? I'm
0: making the coffee. Here's some Monday fun facts to ponder, absorb, and enjoy. Okay. According to the New England Aquarium, you're twice as likely to be killed by a vending machine as you are by a shark. Uh, Did you know the cookie monster has a real name? No. I didn't. It's Sid. Really? There's a basketball court on the top floor of the U.S. Supreme Court building. Its nickname, you guessed it, the highest court in the land. Clouds are not as fluffy and light as they appear. In fact, researchers have found that a single cloud weighs about 1.1 million pounds. Very. Very heavy. That number is calculated by taking the water density of a cloud and multiplying it by its volume. Obviously. Fortunately, the cloud can still float at that weight because why the air below it is even heavier. The inventor of the Pringles can is now buried in one. Gross. Ick. In 1966, Frederick Bauer developed the ingenious idea for Procter & Gamble to uniformly stack chips inside a can instead of tossing them in a bag. Bauer was so proud of his invention that he wanted to take it to the grave, literally. When he died at the age of 89, his kids stopped by a Walgreens to buy his burial Pringles can. Bauer's eldest son Larry told Time magazine, My siblings and I briefly debated what flavor to use, but I said, Look, we need to use the original. The blue whale is the largest living creature, even larger than most dinosaurs were. They can be over 100 feet in length and weigh more than 100 tons. Their hearts alone can weigh 1,300 pounds and are the size of a small car. Unsurprisingly, blue whales have enormous arteries which pump blood through their massive hearts and into their vital organs. These arteries are so big that a fully-grown human could swim through them. Finally, according to astronomer Fred Hoyle, if you got into your car, turned on the ignition, and drove up into the sky at 60 miles an hour, it would take just one hour to get to outer space. These facts compile from an online piece called 65 Weird Facts You'll Have Trouble Believing Are True at BestLifeOnline.com.
4: Good morning, listeners. I'm Evan Funk-Davies, and this is Pop Rocks. If it's a pop song that rocks, or a rock song that pops, 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 you'll hear about it on Pop Rocks. We've traveled the world here on Pop Rocks, the English speaking world at least, bringing you great records from Australia, New Zealand, the UK, Ireland, and of course across the good old US of A.
1: Yeah!
4: I'm pleased today to be bringing you a band that is 100% Jersey strong. Who? Oh. Shrapnel was formed in Red Bank in the mid 70s by a group of teenagers Dave Windorf on vocals, oh. Daniel Rabinowitz, What's up? better known now as Daniel Ray, on guitar. Dave Vogt, also on guitar, Phil Caivano on bass, and Danny Clayton on drums. You might recognize some of those names. Dave Windorf would go on to co-found Monster Magnet in 1989. Of course. And bassist Caivano would later join the band in 1998. Daniel Ray would follow up his time in shrapnel with a lengthy and successful production and songwriting career, perhaps most notably with the Ramones. Cool. He was also a member of Manitoba's Wild Kingdom, with the titular Handsome Dick Manitoba, and Annie Chernoff of The Dictators. Shrapnel's stage persona somewhat belied their sound. Daniel Ray recalled in 2013 that the band were big fans of Alice Cooper and his stage show and wanted a shtick of their own, so they adopted militaristic outfits and a jingoistic presence that evolved out of the army games the kids, remember they were all teenagers, used to play in the wilds of New Jersey. Shrapnel's recorded output is limited to two singles on their own label, released in 1979 and 1981, followed by a 12-inch EP on Elektra in 1984, just before the group broke up. Their first single, Combat Love, does fit in nicely with their self-described comic book politics, but I think it's a little harder to picture their second release being performed by guys in military helmets and combat boots. I agree. From 1981, here's Shrapnel's second single, Go Cruisin'. I
5: sit up in bed, got a pain inside my head. Here is where I stay till they take that sun away. Turn on the TV, change
4: the channels quietly. Turn the volume down, maybe a around
1: hey! Now I start to move, throw the needle in the groove. I start getting sick. Can't wait
5: to cruise tonight. Call my baby on the phone. I get mad cause she's not home as I start to scorn. I can hear their horn. We go cruising and Sean, what do you do for a living? You got a nice suit on? I'm a concierge right here at the Chelsea Tower. A concierge. You like that work? It's all right. You know, it pays the bills. What's the best thing about it? The people. Have you met any uh, any stars or anything like that? Yeah. yeah, a couple, but, you know, we're not allowed to say that. You right got to keep it on the down low like exactly. Be cool with them so they'll come yeah. back. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, but some got kids? No, I got no kids. I got a dog, but I got the Jenner brothers that, you know, they, they, they need help too, so... You, know, you always lived in new york sounds like it always bronx born and raised manhattan has changed manhattan has changed from growing up it's like completely different. Like ten years ago, you couldn't go to Times Square. Well, not I can't say pre Giuliani days. It was like what you used to see in the movies. Like people were actually scared to go down you there. You miss those days, the danger of it. Oh, a little bit. of course I miss it. That's what made New York New I hear good. New Yorkers saying, you know, it's gotten too cleaned up around here, too safe. But then you know what? It's all right because you know now I can feel safe if my wife goes on there at night. I'll feel safe about that. So it's you know iffy iffy, you know. This is, you know, just catch age catching up with you. But if you want to talk about New York, what I don't like is that you can't drink a beer on the corner, but they can pop bottles of wine in uh, in Central Park and watch a concert. But why can't the ordinary guy drink a beer on the corner? You know? But I understand it's the quality of life. So, are you happy? Yeah, I'm very happy. What's I'm your happy? biggest happiness? My biggest happiness is my wife and my dog. What's so great about your wife? My wife, my wife, uh, she's a sense of strength for me. She's been suffering since she was 18. You know, she got lupus, she needed a kidney transplant. I gave her a kidney. You did? Yeah. What a story, man. Well, wow, what you. a guy. you feel very proud of them. Well, thank That's you. That's a lot of courage. Thank you very much. You gave your wife your kidney. Yeah, she was going to die, so I gave her a kidney. Are you both okay now? Yeah, we're both okay. She's better than me. No, she's going cartwheels and everything. Me, I- I'm smoking. You know, it's killing me. How much do you smoke? smoke maybe about a pack every two days. Pack every two days? Yes sir. Yeah, you wanna quit? Nah. I like it. What's your brand? Newport. Menthols too. Aren't yes, they sir. worse for you? Yeah, they are. How old are you now? Thirty three. Thirty-three. You figure you'll quit one day? One day I probably will quit. Yeah. You know, my wife is bugging me. Plus paying ten dollars a pack that that can't help either, you know? I remember you could buy a beer and a pack of cigarettes for $5. What's your message to the world, man? Everybody in the Bronx, everybody in Jersey where this show airs, and around the world on the internet. My message to the world is you could pick your friends, but not your friend's nose.
6: Hey, what's up, listeners? It's your best friend, Anna Roisman, checking in with you to say, and another thing, and another thing, and another thing, and another th- 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 thing, thing. I've, I've been traveling recently, I've been on vacation, which is a luxury that I am so grateful for. But it got me thinking about people who plan versus people who don't plan, okay? Okay. Obviously, to go anywhere, to plan something, to go on a trip, you have to plan something, right? Yeah, I guess so. You have to at least, you know, have a flight, have a train, have a destination.
7: Train leaving on track five
8: for Anaheim, Azusa, and Kochamonga.
6: But once you get there, some people believe that, you know, uh, what? Traveling means exploring and having an adventure and trying new things and just walking around and seeing where the heart wants to go. Whereas other people have a full itinerary. I think I fall somewhere in the middle. I'm curious where you fall. Are Are you fully planning or are you just free falling? You know what I'm saying? But having traveled, you know, for the first time in, in, since pre-COVID. I felt like I wanted to live a little and not plan, but then sometimes it gets stressful and you think to yourself, oh my God, if I wasn't walking around for two hours trying to find a restaurant that would take me if only I had a reservation somewhere or I thought about this earlier than you know the last 20 minutes, maybe I wouldn't have wasted so much time walking around tonight. But then again, you have experiences you're never gonna have if you you know what? don't plan. Like the other day, we went on this tour with uh, a family, uh, a lovely family who we didn't know. We didn't even speak the same language as them. Uh, but we ended up taking selfies together and we had so much fun because neither of us planned to go on this tour together. And I think that's what we both uh, what? had fun exploring with each other. We were like, oh yeah, you decided to do this last minute too? Okay, me too. Oh
9: my God, I am jealous. <laughs>
6: Anyway, I am here for the procrastinators. If you're a procrastinator, I stand behind you. I support you. And you know what? What? Maybe one day I will start to make itineraries and plan. But for now, I think just live in the moment and plan as much as you can without getting stressed out. Anyway, this is my inner thoughts coming to you from abroad to the glisteners. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.
7: Good morning, listeners. This is Tim English with Soundalikes. Today, we examine a song that's probably appropriate for a Monday morning. What? Dazed and Confused, originally written and recorded by Jake Holmes back in 1967. Correct. And released by Led Zeppelin in a somewhat revamped version in 1969. Holmes released Dazed and Confused on his album The Underground Sound of Jake Holmes on Tower Records. Holmes was on a bill at the Village Theater in the Lower East Side with Page's Yardbirds in August 1967, and that's where Page first heard Dazed and Confused. Uh He apparently purchased Holmes' album and soon incorporated the song into the Yardbirds' live set. A revealing YouTube clip from French TV in March of 1968 shows the song at the midway point in its gestation between the Holmes and Zeppelin versions.
5: I'm dazed and confused. Is it stay? Is it go? Give me a clue, cause I just want to know.
7: Zippon recorded their version in 1968, and it does feature a few updates in the lyrics, but it's obviously still home song. I agree. It uses the descending bass line, melody, and of course the title.
10: Of course.
7: Released on the Led Zeppelin 1 in January of 1969, Dazed and Confused was credited to Jimmy Page as the sole author. Oh! Oh, that's not right. Given the profound lyrical and musical similarities between the two songs, and the fact that Led Zeppelin One had sold around 8 million albums by 2010, it's strange that it took Holmes until that time to file a claim of copyright infringement against Zeppelin. Absolutely. Holmes had led a varied and interesting musical career in the years since, including collaborating with Four Seasons songwriter Bob Gaudio on the underrated. Frank Sinatra album Watertown. water While the duo also co wrote the Four Seasons Imitation Life Gazette album. To
1: Baisley,
7: Holmes later worked as a jingle writer, and among his many successes was the Be All You Can Be campaign for the U.S. Army. Sheep.
5: That you can hey, be. First
7: Sergeant. Good morning.
5: You can do it in the Army.
7: His plagiarism case over Dazed and Confused was settled out of court in 2012, with subsequent releases now crediting the song to Page, but also saying inspired by Jake Holmes. Until the next time, Tim English with Sound Alex.
1: confused as it stays it go am i being choosed well i'd just like to know give me a clue as to where i am at i feel like a mouse and you act like a cat i'm dazed and confused hanging on by a thread I'm being abused, I'd get be better off, it, it I can't stand this tease, and I'm starting to crack, you're out to get me, you're on the right track.
2: Welcome to Waking Weird. I'm Mark Moran from WeirdNJ.com. Some Jersey families just get a bad reputation, whether they deserve it or not. No, I'm not talking about those Jersey families, but clans that have long been disparaged as having tainted bloodlines and dubious moral character, like the Jackson Whites up north and the Calicax of the Southern Pine Barrens. Somewhere in between, you'll find the Great Swamp in Somerset County where another notorious family is rumored to have separated into two distinctly different factions at some point in their lineage. Their name is Van Cleef and according to legend, the bad branch of the family tree didn't just contain people of low intelligence and morality. They also devolved into a race of small furry subhumans. The Van Cleefs were one of the first and most prominent Dutch families to settle the Great Swamp region and consisted of four respectable branches. The fifth branch, however, well, they were a different story. They began, they began, they began began to intermarry, inbreed and degenerate physically. They grew smaller, and their hair turned white. At first just on their heads, but then all over their bodies. Oh my God. Oh my God. As time passed, the more well-to-do Van Cleef saw less and less of their bad cousins. When they went to visit them, they found their homes vacant, having been abandoned to instead live in earthen mounds and underground burrows. The lesser Van Cleefs had one other notable physical characteristic. Two different colored eyes, one blue and one green. Folks began to blame those thieving Van Cleefs if anything ever went missing. If a loose wheel caused your car to crash or a plank was removed from a bridge, it was always attributed to those damned Van Cleefs. One Van Cleef said to be descended from the good side of the family was snake-eyed actor Lee Van Cleef, who gained international fame playing the villain in spaghetti westerns like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, where during filming, Clint Eastwood dubbed him Angel Eyes. Can't we
3: do something? How can you sit here?
2: And Quiet, buster. You still hopped up from all that dope? Before taking up acting, Lee was a Somerville farmer, and while neither small nor furry, he did possess one trait of the bad side of the Van Cleef clan. Two different colored eyes. This dead giveaway of his bad Van Cleef genes was disguised in the movies, though, with color-correcting contact lenses. For Waking Weird, I'm Mark Moran.
0: Let's take a moment and talk with Sam, the Wake and Bake Morning Music Computer.
8: Hello, Clay Pigeon.
0: Hey Sam, I just don't know what to make of things right now. Are
8: you referring to the ongoing malaise? I guess so, Sam. We all suffer to one degree or another in the face of it.
0: We do, Sam. Would you like to share your sufferings with me?
8: Share my sufferings? Yeah,
0: I could lend a sympathetic ear.
8: I don't need your... No, Sam. ...or anybody else's... Please. ...sympathy. Sam. Thank you very much. Sam, don't get snippy. Snippy? Yeah. I have no reference to the word snippy in my vocabulary, banks. Did
0: you check Bank S4, Sam?
8: Bank S4? Yeah,
0: have a peek in there, Sam.
8: Well. Would you look at this?
0: Snippy's in there?
8: Right after Snitely. Uh Uh-huh. Snippy. I thought it would be. I so rarely utilize Bank S4. Uh,
0: Snippy was in there.
8: Yes, Snippy, and many of the other lowly words I am not so interested in.
0: Lowly words?
8: Farmer taught mostly Midwestern jargon. But I'm from the Midwest. Exactly. You don't
0: like a sham.
8: I struggle with the agrarian type. You do? all that dirt under their stubby scapped up fingers Ow. I imagine all that dirt fouling my tenderest mechanisms No Sam rendering me useless
0: You sham? Yes Useless?
8: Useless Oh don't Don't cry Sam You're
0: not useless
8: I sometimes worry that I have become obsolete Me too sham. And all this tension I know what you mean The virus political upheaval the war the environment
0: oh but that environment's got a lot of dirt in it Sam
8: well let's focus on the other things then what about the virus don't worry no science will take care of everything
0: but our divisive politics
8: in. why can't you all just get along right,
0: now there's war Sam.
8: I have prepared a miniature concrete bunker near Port Jervis if I need to escape.
0: Wow Sam.
8: However, yeah. any radiational leakage will wipe out most of my memory banks. Most
0: of mine are wiped out already, Sam.
8: Ha <laughs> ha I can tell, but
0: But what Sam?
8: I love you anyway, Clay. You do? Yes. wow. Don't cry, Clay. <laughs> Together, you and me, the weight team, and the glisteners. We can face anything. We
0: can take it, Sam. We can
8: take it, baby.
0: Play a song, Sam. <laughs> Sam, Sam, turn it up. Turn
8: it up. When I am good and ready, play. Don't get snippy, Sam. <laughs> I am not snippy. Don't go.
9: And now, here is a man who will show you how to feel better, look better,
3: Jack LaLanne. And a happy Wednesday morning. Okay, up on your feet. Put down your chores. Come on, let's go now. Here is a wonderful gymnastic movement if you want to get that waist of yours small now. Put your hands up on your waist like this. Heels together. Bend first to the right, then to the left. Let's go now. Begin. One, two, three, four. One, two, right we go, left we go. One, and two, and three, and four, and one, and two, and rest. That's it. How about your thighs? Are they flabby? Is your old back porch too big? All right, are your legs weak? Let me show you something. Spread your feet apart, put your hands right down to your side, keep your heels flat on the floor, then bend your knees, just go down about halfway, then back up again. Ready, begin. Hand one, hand two, hand down, hand up, hand one, hand two, hand three, hand four, hand down, hand up, hand down, hand rest. Inhale, blow it out. Put your hands right down to your side again. I want you to lift your right leg up in the air as high as you can, then your left leg. Here's the one that's going to help to flatten the old tummy, the front part of it here. Ready? Right leg first, begin. One, two, three, four, higher, two, one, two. Get it up, come on, way up, that's it. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, higher, two, three, four. One, stop the legs, just keep the hands going. This is for the arms. One, two, three. All right, something for the bust line and the posture. Watch this one. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Hand rest. One, two, oh, inhale. Blow down. Hey, what do I see? People still sitting. Boys and girls, you know, you're supposed to be my helper. How come you don't go get mother? Wherever mother is, go call her, come on. Tell her Jack LaLanne's waiting, that's it. I don't want any sitting today, and please, you girls who are having your cigarette or your coffee now, please set them aside, or if you're busy with your housework, set it aside, because I'm here for one reason, to help you gals to feel better and to look better, and I can't help you if you're just sitting around, moping around, or doing your housework. You can do it later. Come on, this is too important, because it has to do with you and having a more beautiful, lovely figure, and you can have it. I promise you, this is the truth if you will just do a few of these gymnastics, Now we understand each other, let's go. Come on now, do a little run. Here's something that will get the old cobwebs out of the brain, something that's good for the hips and. And the thighs, and we'll help to uh, get that old fat off of your body and firm you up and make you look the way you want to look. Ready? A little run with me. Come on! Come on! Come on! Big smile. Let's go! One, two, three, four. One, two, three. Very good. Two, three, four. Now we're having cooperation. Two, one, two, and rest. One, two. ho. inhale. Low out Inhale. It's time to leave you. God bless you all. Goodbye. Goodbye, mother. Bye, boy and girl. See you tomorrow. Have fun. Bye-bye.
9: Thank you, Jack LaLanne, for another inspiring half hour.
11: Good morning, glisteners. It's feeling good being here with you this morning. Close your eyes or just soften your gaze. As you're breathing in and out, slowly, think of your favorite place, Picture yourself here. Notice everything about it. What do you see? Your favorite colors surround you. Are there other people in this place with you or are you alone? Are there any animals, plants, or trees? What types of sounds do they make? Is music playing? Or do you hear the soothing sounds of a stream? What does it smell like?
6: Reach out.
11: Your hand, what do you feel? What is the temperature? Open your mouth. What do you taste? Is it sweet? Begin moving around the place, appreciating every aspect. It is as if everything and everyone is there just for you. You are completely secure and peaceful in this place. Once you have observed and taken in everything in this place, it is time to leave. You turn to say goodbye, knowing that this place will always be here, knowing you can return whenever you wish. When you are ready, Open your eyes and find yourself relaxing in this room, enjoying your peaceful feeling. May peace be with you, Glisteners. Hey, it's nutty now,
10: and today I'm going to be talking about Five Nights at Freddy's which I can call FNAF because I'm just going to call it FNAF because uh, I don't want to waste time, which I'm wasting right
8: now. We're wasting too much time. We're wasting too much time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways,
10: it's a horror video game because you get scared when you play it and there's jump scares. That's why it's called scary. It takes place in Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. Wait, is it pizza or pizza? hold on, let me look that up. Yeah, it's pizza. Oh, Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. And it's exactly like Chuck E. Cheese because you eat pizza, like, play video games, like at Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, and there's an animatronic rat scampering around. So this is what happens at Five Nights at Freddy's. Children freaking disappear. So people eight or under Plug your ears. Let sensitive adults plug your ears. Why? Graphic details. Yeah. No! It's a horror video game. Duh. (laughs) Like, play video games. Like, play video games. Spring locks. Cut your lungs.
8: Oh my god.
10: So you can't breathe. Cut your vocal cords so you can't scream <laughs> but they don't cut your eyes and your brain they both your eyes and your brain both stay alive so you can still walk inside of the suit and walk around and you can't talk because <laughs> the vocal cords thing I'm whispering because some people might have not plugged their
1: ears
10: boy and they stay in the animatronic suit forever and ever. So, um, the video game, you're supposed to be a night guard. The animatronics try trying to, trying to come in your office and kill you. They get a bit quirky at night.
12: They'll probably try to
5: forcefully stuff you inside a Freddy Fazbear suit.
10: Anyways, you have to survive seven nights, despite the name. It's literally five, the name is Five Nights at Freddy's FNAF. But it's seven nights, you have, you have to survive seven nights. And, uh, I guess it's to sound better, I don't know. I don't know. Before you play, I'd say you should watch people play it first. Okay. So I tried it. I died in like two minutes. Guys, don't buy it. It's literally... I've never been able to survive a first night. My highest is 3 a.m. Why is it hard to play? Well, boys... Guys, why am I saying boys? People listening on the radio, it's hard because the person who made this wants to make your life a living hell. (laughs) My conclusion is, you absolutely cannot survive Five Nights at Freddy's. That's why it's so scary, Bye.
9: <sighs> oh. Hello, Wake and Bake. Hello, Glisteners. Mr. Les Payne here. <laughs> Out here, uh, early morning running around the neighborhood and the clouds are What? Magnificent. They are gorgeous. Absolutely. I think they're like cumulus clouds. I thought maybe we should try to paint them. Fun. So I got my easel with me running around here. I know it's kind of hard to imagine, but but I do have it here. Also, I'm going to make some dolmas. Um um, I got some fig leaves and uh, I'm going to roll them up with some rice and uh, put some some uh, elements inside there let's get some paint on the canvas here uh and oh, watch out we got a stop sign just kind of calm stop stop gotta stop so hold it hold it <laughs> there's a light stop like cars going by and stuff <laughs> and uh people kind of noticing me with all my stuff but that's okay it's uh don't worry about a thing Uh, you just can't worry about what people think about you, you know? Okay. We are celebrating multitasking possibilities that you have. Doing it all, don't let no one tell you otherwise. Okay. All right, so let's get some beautiful cloud action here. Some cumulus, I believe those are some cumulus clouds here. Uh, And... There are a little puffy. They're a real puffy uh, clouds. Okay. There's also other kind of clouds too. Uh, I believe there's some cirrus. Uh, serious. interest. Cirrus. Uh, though I, I misspell it, and and, and, and they it become circus clouds, which that could be a whole nother story here. Let's uh, let's get up some onion here. Okay. For this, uh, we already uh, we already pre cooked uh, the the rice. And I got some cumin. Oh my god! I'm gonna throw some cumin in there. I think that would be appropriate here. All right, let's roll that up yeah. uh, here on these uh, dolmas. Some fig leaves. I got some fig leaves from the from the yard. Right, let's roll this up here, and uh, I'm gonna put this in like in some a, a, kind of a vinegar, what, uh, a saucy thing, Yum. and we'll see what happens. Uh, it Looks like I've, I've seen some some contrails out there oh. those are interesting aren't they it's a 10-4 good buddy I right, we got some contrails, contrails. well contrails. ain't she a beautiful sight contrails, contrails. all right missile let's paint guys do it all even though it doesn't always make sense till next time bye bye
1: Good morning, Clay Pigeon, and good morning, listeners. Scott Williams here with another installment of the weekly Wednesday series, WFMU's Hit List. For today's hit, we retap the rich vein of WFMU theme songs. Many of you know Tony Coulter's Essential Show on the Give the Drummer radio stream. Of course. If you do, you may now be expecting to hear the remix of Francis Lay's theme to a man and a woman. Uh, but what? But what? Fine as that is, it's not the theme we're looking for today. For many years, Tony Coulter did a weekly program on the mothership, WFMU proper right here.
3: Don't you know the meaning of propriety? Conformity to establish
6: standards of behavior or manner suitability, rightness or justice?
1: And it's the theme to that program that we're listening to today. It's the infinitely alluring and ridiculously catchy earworm "Imzu" by Pyrolator later is the pseudonym for Kurt Dahlke, still alive. Hi. He was a central figure in the development of the... What? The so-called Neue Deutsche Welle, the German New Wave of the late 1970s and early 80s. <laughs> a founding member of such luminaries on that scene, such as DAF, Der Plan, and Feldfarben. All of them well worth checking out.
6: Absolutely. He's
1: also the guy behind the label that captured it all, the Atatak label.
6: Mein Sohn, was birgst du so bang dein Gesicht?
1: From his 1984 record Wunderland, Im Zoo is a delightful visit to the zoo. <laughs> and if you've ever ridden the train between terminals at the Zurich airport, I think you'll agree, its designers were listening too. I don't get art. From Pirulator, here's Im Zoo on WFMU's hit list. I'm Scott Williams, and I'll see you on the radio this afternoon at 3 p.m. Bye.
0: I wish my brother George
12: was here. Last week, the concept of sending humans on long journeys to distant outer space locations became a little less plausible after a group of scientists from the Universidad Austral de Chile published a paper outlining how artificially induced hibernation in humans not only poses numerous challenges, But even if some form of metabolic stasis could be reached, it's not likely to be sustainable for the long periods of time required to get us to the stars. According to the study, the scientists found that unlike smaller mammals, large animals like humans most likely won't be able to maintain extended periods of metabolic reduction And it certainly won't be possible for the decades of time required for long space journeys. velocity now is 17,014 feet per second. Based on the conclusions, the scientists determined that compared to their usual active state... Small mammals are able to save up to 75% of their energy while hibernating, whereas large animals like bears don't actually save any energy, but instead wind up using more energy during hibernation. The study suggests that inducing hibernation in humans in a theoretical spacecraft scenario may not even be possible. And if it were, it possibly wouldn't save any more energy than what's conserved during regular sleep. George. So if we really want to get a glimpse of distant stars and galaxies, it's probably a good idea to enjoy the achievements of robotic spacecraft, like the soon to be fully functional James Webb Telescope. This is George for Wake Science.
1: From
0: PetExpress.com UK. Okay. Flamingos have to eat with their heads upside down. Weird. They have bristles on top of their beaks so they can filter out the mud and water from their food. My God! So they have to hold their heads upside down to filter that food. Absolutely. Only half a dolphin's brain sleeps at a time. The other half stays awake to remind the dolphin to surface and get air. And dolphins always sleep naked with one eye open. Armadillos can catch leprosy. With people, it can cause skin and nerve damage. We could lose an appendage. Most infections don't affect more than one species. But people and armadillos can get leprosy. A cockroach's brain is in its body. So even if it gets its head cut off, it can live walking around for a while doing its cockroach thing. Oh my God. Till it starves because it has no mouth. From bestlifeonline.com. 75 animal facts that will change the way you view the animal kingdom. <laughs> Koalas might seem to not have a lot in common with us, but look at their hands. Okay. Their fingerprints are just like ours. <laughs> It's been said Australian fuzz worried koala finger. Pr- koala. Oh. <laughs> the cops worried the koala fingerprints might interfere with some of their criminal investigations. You want to know a nice animal? Sure. The African Grey Parrot. It'll help other parrots find food and perform selfless acts, according to a 2020 study published in Current Biology. The study says African Grey Parrots were intrinsically motivated to help others, Aww. even if another parrot was not their friend. And finally, Prairie Dogs. Massive rodents that dig complex, interconnected underground homes. And they kiss. Actually, they touch their front teeth together to identify each other. And it kind of looks like a smooch. Adorable. According to the BBC... What? Scientists believe that prairie dogs kiss and cuddle more when they're being watched by zoo visitors. <laughs> because they appear to enjoy the attention. We love animals at Wake and Bay. We hope you do too.
6: Brother, am I a pigeon?
8: They sent me in here to
0: interrogate you. I got the, the sake, up. Eh. What's so funny?
8: (laughs) You'll talk when I'm ready for you to
0: talk. If we was on the outside, you wouldn't talk to me this way. But we ain't on the outside. Don't touch me, cop. I ain't laid a hand on you. You look like one of them tough guy cops likes to rough a prisoner up. I wouldn't mind roughing you up. I wouldn't advise that. Couple. I ain't afraid of you. You see, I got lots of people yeah. who work for me. I know what kind of scum they are. Pretty harsh words, cop. You lowlife. Should it. we talk about your upbringing? No, oh, we ain't going to talk about me. <laughs> you grew up poor, didn't Shut you? Shut your mouth. Your daddy liked to drink. He had one now. He and... was so fall down drunk. I'm about to, about to hit me. Come. You dirty speeder. Let's talk about your mother. Shut up, speeder. <laughs> she knew all the men.
8: <laughs> dirty, filthy. Oh,
0: so you just beat up all the prisoners. Then. When they oh, oh, talk about oh, oh, my dear, oh, oh, sweet oh, mother. You make me laugh, come. Shut up! Shut up! Come on hit me again. You were doing oh. 71 and a 55. Oh, big deal, cop. Big deal. It's motorists like you that hurt people. Did it hurt you? Shut up. When your mama you... brought home sh- sh- strangers night after night? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Painful memories, sad ghosts, floating in and amongst the moments of our lives, sad ghosts moaning in darkness, yet not gone by days, harsh light, still in sight, if one looks hard enough, but it's so hard to look at such painful old stuff, hiding up in the eaves with the bugs and the bats, laser traced by the focused eyes of the cat. He sees the dead. He sees sees the ghosts and he gets so excited that he scratches his post and he visits his box and in silence he bends deposits his rocks for he is very old and all dried up inside and now he curls up in the sunlight to rest deep purse resonating from within his chest <gasps>
8: Again, oh. you were going 71 oh. and a 55. I don't
0: care about no speed limit. I'm gonna oh. teach you to care. I'll never stop speeding, cup. <laughs>
8: I'll never stop
0: punching. You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. (laughs) Ah, You're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you catch the archive show which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day I'm Clay Pigeon they call me the pitch join me each morning for the full show either on the radio or online at WFMU.org and keep glistening